the legend Nancy Lieberman is here. How do I get to everything I want to ask? Let's find out. Locked on women's basketball starts now. Ogumba Wallet for the win. You are locked on women's basketball. Your daily podcast on women's basketball. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Locked On Women's Basketball. I'm your host, Howard Megdahl. Thank you for making us your first listen every day, where we talk about the past, present, and future of women's basketball. Saturdays, we've got the WNBA draft shows, which I'm delighted to say are continuing. We are already getting started. That's right. On the 2024 draft, uh, we're going to be all on top of it, and there's a lot to talk about in the class ahead. But we also have a lot to talk about right here with Nancy Lieberman today, who joins us. Nancy has been with us before. Uh, we had the great Natalie Heverin come and cover the statue unveiling over at Old Dominion. That's correct. There are very few people with statues in the world, and Nancy is one of them. Uh, Nancy just joined the Winds as an ambassador. I, I can't list all your credits here. We've got a time frame. You've got a plane to catch, but it's delighted to be with you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, anything from women's basketball, it, it's changed my life. It's changed the lives of so many people. And, you know, it's about to change the lives of all the, the great draftees in the 2023 WNBA draft. So it's an exciting time for women. It's exciting to look at your latest role. And I want to get into more about the wins and what they did in segment two, but segment one here, I just want to talk about how this came about, you know, and just for our listeners to sort of have this understanding, there has not been an advancement in women's basketball in recent memory that Nancy Lieberman has not been a part of. Everything from the WBL uh, you know, which, of course, we highlight on a regular basis and is so important as a part of our coverage, right through to the birth of the WNBA. You have coached, you have played, I, you have done everything in this game. So tell me why the wins as an ambassador, why now? Take me through it. Well, I mean, I've been very blessed to be able to be at the right timing in life. Some people would say my timing was not good because I didn't have, you know, obviously, I didn't have my youth, uh, my prime, if you will, in the, the WNBA. And that's okay. Everybody has their path and their timing. And I'm here. There's people before me that didn't have a WBL, that didn't have the Olympics, that didn't have a WNBA, that didn't have a Dallas Wings. So I think my timing, you know, God doesn't make mistakes and I'm the right person for the right job at the right time. Uh, as far as the Dallas Wings, this is really important to me. You know, they we started that franchise, you know, back in 1998 as uh, the, the Detroit Shock. And I was their first coach and GM. And then they moved to Tulsa and now they're here. And this is a city that I've been in since I was drafted you know, by the Dallas Diamonds back in 1981. So uh, women's sports means a lot to me. This team, the Dallas Wings, are very, very important in the landscape of what's going to happen going forward. They've already laid a great foundation 
you know, Greg Bibb, uh, he didn't just stumble on this. He's been a fan and somebody who's helped women's sports for years. Now you have Amber Cox. Um, I mean, that's an ace in the hole right there. When you have a wizard and somebody who sees the, the greater picture and has perspective. And when Amber came to me and asked me if I would be a part of this, you know, I get to do a lot of things in life. Uh, not everything I do is based on, you know, millions and millions of dollars. Things I do at this stage of my life because I actually care and I give a damn about certain things. And I, I, I care deeply about the success of the Wings and for them to want me to be a part of what they're doing on the court, off the court, you know, in the community, being a featured franchise in the WNBA because of what they're doing, um, how could I say no? It, actually, there was a lot of gratitude and, and humbleness when they came to me. It, it was fun for me to watch you make the rounds during the final four last weekend in Dallas and watching the way in which there was sort of this like trail of oohs and ahs. I don't know if you just kind of get like used to it, but when you're in those spaces, there's this understanding about the work that you have done through the years and all these different ways is, is it something that just you get used to because this has been your life's work? I, I just wonder what that's like. I, I'm just telling you, and this is full disclosure, that is not the reaction to me when I walk around. <laughs> uh, maybe you need a different hat. I don't know. Uh, maybe you need a Yankee hat. Oh. Um, <laughs> but, um, you know, yes, I, I'm used to kindness. I'm used to people, you know, uh, when you've given your life to something and hopefully I've done the right thing and I've been uh, appreciative of the fandom and the kindness uh, that has been, you know, bestowed on me by so many fans around the world. I don't take it for granted because I think it's, it's amazing to be remembered. And not only for the people that you affected when you played, you know, 40, 50 years ago when I was in college at old dominion and we had, a humongous fan base, you know, around the country, not just in the, the Norfolk area, but to have been, you know, I mean, different in, in the WNBA, in the NBA, in the G League, in the big three where I currently coach. Um, there's been so many different fans that come up and why would you not take a picture? Why would you not smile at somebody and say, thank you? Uh, I, I don't have to have... Um, an entourage around me. Um, that's one of the cool things I always liked about Russell Westbrook. He he just showed up by himself mm -hmm. and he might've had his, his girlfriend, now his wife, or if he said he was going to be somewhere, he showed up. And I really admire that. Same with like Barkley and some of those other guys who overwhelmingly are, are loved or people want to be around them. And just, just being nice. It might be the first and last time they ever get to see you or to shake your hand, or to take a picture. Why not make their day? It, it made sense to me. And, and it, it, it's, listen, it's a beautiful thing to see. I'll leave it there. You you come to this, this team, this moment, and obviously there is Greg, there is Amber as well. Um, you come to it with, you know, an encyclopedic knowledge of the game uh, right up through the present day. I'm wondering, you know, how do you, Input, do you have input? What are the ways in which you kind of navigate that where, you know, there's 
Because I would imagine, and I've had this conversation with Ann Myers Drysdale, it's a similar thing with Phoenix, right? Where there's this, you know, there is a deep base of knowledge, but at the same time, there's an understanding of a hierarchy. How do you navigate that when you're literally Nancy Lieberman, you know? Well, you know, it, it doesn't matter if you're Nancy Lieberman or if you're Michael Jordan or whoever, everybody in life has bosses on some level. And, you know, this franchise is in really good hands. So uh, if uh, Amber and Greg lay out, hey, uh, you know, we'd like maybe some introductions into potential corporate sponsors or let's get this community rallied around because we want to sell some more season tickets or day of game warm ups, uh, you know, walk up. Or if uh, we want to, you know, get groups there, you know, to come see uh, the Wings play. Really, whatever they want me to do, and we're going to have a meeting, uh, you know, pretty shortly, and they're going to say, these are areas of importance to us. What can you contribute here? Mm-hmm. They, they have great coaches. Uh, they have great assistants, uh, you know, medical staff. That's, you know, that's not what I'm here to do. I'm here to support coach. I'm here to support the players, whether it, it, it's Enrique or Satu or any of the players, uh, I, I'm here as a sister in the game if they need to talk or something's on their mind. But I'm also here to help uh, this franchise continue to grow. They've done a great job thus far, and we'll just see where it goes from here. It's going to be fascinating to see. And yes, Latricia Trammell in year one as head coach, so interested to see her system as part of what the wins are running. And we're going to get into that because it's it was- going to be really good, by the way, for people who don't know her. She's given her life to this game. The players uh, across this league really respect her. Uh, you know, you could be a head coach in, in the W or the NBA or the G League or wherever. Your assist, your, your lead assistant that that person has to be gold. They, they're doing so much of the grunt work. She's been on every side of this league. And now that she's in the first chair, she's going to get a chance to do what she does. And now she's going to have to find that wizard in the second chair. So yeah, she's been on every part of it. So you might not totally know her name, but people within the league do. And, you know, she'll carve out, you know, her own history here with the Wings. And regular listeners to this program, of course, LT has been on the program and we have uh, sung her praises for a long time. It was overdue for her to get this opportunity. And yes, I think you're right. The biggest challenge for LT is going to be to find an LT because they're very hard to come by as well. So in segment two, we're going to talk uh, about the very busy night for the Dallas Wings as well. But first, going to let everyone at home know about Ultimate GM. Ultimate GM, one of our new sponsors. And it's a game that gives you the opportunity to be a pro basketball general manager. You take on every strategic aspect of a franchise. You play through seasons. You lead your franchise to glory as you build a historic dynasty. You can deal with challenging personalities, hiring the right coaches and assistants, trading and training players, making draft picks, you name it. You can do all of these things right from the app. Now, Lockdown Women's Basketball listeners get 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo code LOCKEDON in the game store. So make sure to check it out. Go to probasketballgm.com or look it up in the app stores. That's 
probasketballgm.com with the promo code locked on. Ultimate Basketball GM, start your dynasty today. So, speaking of starting your dynasty today, let's talk a little bit about, and, and I have to start from the top with Maddie Seedrist, the third overall pick in this draft, someone I've had the pleasure of covering throughout her time at the Big East. And I'm just, you know, from what you have seen so far, I I just want to throw out a brief thing Denise Dillon said about her back in the NCAA tournament. Somebody asked, has anyone had the success that Maddie is looking to have with that high release shot? And Denise Dillon kind of laughed and said, well, you know, Larry Bird did okay with it. I'm wondering what comps you see out of Maddie Segrist and the way in, she, in which she fits into the WNBA here in 2023. Well, let me say this. I thought it was a great pick. I'm, I'm looking forward uh, to actually meeting her because, first of all, Villanova, you got to be high IQ. I mean, that's just how they play. And when you lead the nation in scoring 29, I think, what, 29-2 or whatever, uh, so in the WNBA, at the end of the day, no matter how great a defense of coach or team you are, nobody's ever won a 0-0 game, okay? <laughs> you have to score to win. And we've seen it with championship teams. You've got to have great passers, and you've got to be able to have great scorers and stretch the floor. So she can do that. And, you know, I like the fact that you're bringing – uh, as I call call it, uh, you know, a professional scorer, in a certified scorer, if you will, into this team. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine having to find Enrique and find her at the same time? You know, it, it's a pick your poison selection by the team. And I think she's going to do just well with this team. I asked her last night when we were in New York for the draft about what it's going to feel like just not to be double teamed. You know, just the fact that on this wins team, they are not going to be able to pay the amount of attention to her that they did at Villanova on a day by day basis. But it it is fascinating to consider, you know, she can play the three, she can play the four. I could even see potential lineups where she is almost like like a small ball five. And, you know, she even talked about that last night that Villanova, they're playing five out. I, you know, I know LT is playing around with different lineups already, um, but that versatility seems to matter a great deal to drag into the wins brain trust. Is that how you see that too? Well, you know, in, in the NBA and the WNBA, you're running a hurry up offense. You're running five out, you know, the day uh, of now that's not to say it's not going to happen, but the day of just having a big sit down on the block, get the ball, you know, and score, you can do that, but this is more motion. This is kind of that Euro style read, react, cut hard. Uh, I, I see her fitting in uh, just great. And, you know, I, I think at the beginning when you're a rookie, no matter where you're selected, um, you you have to earn the right to be game planned against. You know, everybody, uh, you know, game plans against, uh, you know, uh, Arike at this point. So uh, I do think she is going to come in and she'll knock down shots and coaches are going to be like, okay, we got to take her away too. So if you have a, a, a young player that comes in this league that alters the opposition in their game planning mode. Yeah. Now, now you, you're working with, you're, you're cooking with oil and she, yeah. she could be that player. 
that's the huge thing. It's to, does she change the, the center of gravity on the court, right? It's sort of the way out which I think about who's a good prospect, who's a great prospect. And she's well, prospects, uh, prospects, no matter who we are, what we are, what we think we are, you got to prove it at the next level. And at first she'll have to come in camp and earn the, the respect uh, and admiration of her coaching staff and, and her teammates. And then once you do that, you know, now you get a chance to see what chemistry looks like. It, it they're, they're going to take to Maddie right away. I, I feel very confident about that. But Maddie, of course, was just the beginning of a night that saw the wins. And, and again, you know, this is to Greg's enormous credit. He is always thinking about multiple drafts at the same time. And Stephanie Suarez, you know, bringing her over in a trade, you know, she is in many ways, a draft and stash. She had that injury. She's not going to be able to play here uh, right away, obviously. But, you know, adding someone with length who also has the ability to shoot from distance seems to me like, you know, a further embracing of this, you know, modern 5 out WNBA that we're seeing across the league. She, she's really good. And, and I don't know if we're stashing her, but we're going to get her healthy and get her ready. Um, yeah. When, I mean, you, you can't coach height. She's six, six. Mm-hmm. She's, you know, Sao Paulo, Brazil. I played against Hortensia. I played against magic Paula. I played against some of the great players in the history of Brazilian basketball. Yeah. They're good. They're talented. They're athletic. And then, you know, for her, her to come to Iowa state, and do what she did for the Cyclones. Uh, she'll be fine. She'll she'll get healthy. She'll get strong. And then when she gets on the court, you know, it's going to be unbelievable to see uh, her skill set. You're right. Yeah, I, I'm something very exciting. And of course, there's so much more, right? So there's Lulu Pesachal who rose late as well. You know, somebody who came from Fairfield made that transition to UConn. Plays, you know, and you and you talked about this read and react offense that there is, and you know, obviously playing in the Geno and CD system allows you to do that as well. But you know, to me, what stood out for me about Lou when we're watching her in her final season was her toughness. That she was often one of the smallest players on the court, but found the way to get to the rim. Was super efficient when she got there. Uh, you know, I, I would imagine you have some affinity for her as a player as well. Can you hear me at all? Oh, I hear you now. Yeah, you, yeah. You, I, were fro- you were frozen for a minute. So oh, that, uh, going, going about Lou, yeah. Going back to Lou, uh, it doesn't matter. You know, I mean, they've had some of the greatest guards at UConn that the the world, they could build a, a, a mountain, point guard mountain with the guards mm-hmm. that they've had coming out over the years at UConn. The fact that she knows how to get to the rim, she knows how to navigate, you know, to drive, to draw, and then to dish. And then if you don't guard her, right, She's, she hit 44%, I think, this year to average about 15 points a game. And they didn't have Paige. You know, AZ was back. Um, you know, they've had injuries. And I, I think this is a really good pickup um, by the Wings. It's going to be a competitive camp, I'm telling you right now. You, you know, UConn runs pro-style offenses. Right. They do. And so, you know, I think she's going to fit in just fine with with movement, ball movement, foot movement, screens coming off screens, navigating. 
you know, short row, long row. It's going to be a fun time. Um, I can't wait to go to training camp for a day or so, maybe, and, and just watch. Mm-hmm. Just watch you. You you don't think people are going to ask you for advice while you're there? I'm not here. I'm not in the advice business. I'm here to, in the support business. Fair enough. I have a team to coach in the big three this summer. I have enough responsibility. That is fair. That you do not lack for those. That is very true. Want to make sure we get to, among other things, Abby Myers, who has a chance to be a Jewish basketball icon, in addition to being a standout at First Princeton and then Maryland in segment three. I am first going to talk about FanDuel, and FanDuel offers new customers a no-sweat first bet of up to $1,000. If you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on and sign up, place your first bet, you get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if you don't win. Gives you an opportunity for a no-sweat first bet when you join either through the site or through the app. FanDuel is the official partner of Major League Baseball. So I do, I mentioned that. And I I do wonder, you know, I, I have relatives who I will hear from anytime there is a Jewish player. And, um, you know, the fact that Abby was so successful in that way, um, you know, do, is there an affinity for you that comes along with that as well, being able to see her succeed? Yeah, of course. I mean, my family's Jewish. I've been Jewish my whole life. I, I you know, I played. Uh, my son is currently playing in Jerusalem. He's, you know, for Hapol Jerusalem right now. Uh, he played a year ago for Maccabi Tel Aviv and two years for Halon. So I've gone out there, supported him. I've spoken uh, at their uh, Olympic conference on, you know, diversity, uh, equality and inclusion. So, yeah, and Shay Duran uh, is a great, great friend of mine, her and her family. So, yeah, it's kind of nice to see a young a Jewish girl be able to do this. I coached Omri Caspi with the uh, Sacramento Kings when I was coaching in the NBA. So it's kind of fun to see, you know, a success. Um, and she's done that. I mean, you know, to, to play in an Ivy League school, which, of course, I didn't. Um, but to then transfer to Maryland where Shea played mm-hmm. and to, to show that she still, I think she might've been co-captain at Maryland if I'm, if I'm right. Hey. And, you know, I, I, I follow the women's game so much, even though I, I'm more on the, the men's side, um, mm-hmm. for the most part, but yeah, I'm looking forward to Abby coming out there, showing her leadership. And again, you know, the, the spirit of the team will evolve in training camp on who who has what role and you know as we say and i you know i do the tv for the oklahoma city thunder and coach dagnant will say if you're live be ready to play Mm -hmm. so she these young people have to be ready to play matter of fact the older players the veterans be ready to play because these young kids are coming they're Mm -hmm. coming for your job They're, they're coming to compete and you have to be able to raise your level of play. Uh, we're, in a, we're in a very, very competitive world and, and people want sometimes what we have been blessed to have. It, it is fascinating. As I said, we can't get to everything this time around. I hope we'll have you back very soon, um, but it, it's delightful. I don't have to tell you those same relatives where you are in the conversation among Jewish icons as well. So I definitely, as a, as a Jew myself, have certainly heard 
so much uh, about you, and I'm going to be uh, very excited to hear what they have to say about our show here today. I, I want to thank the listeners at home for making Lockdown Women's Basketball your first listen today. Now go make your second listen, Game to Game NBA, every moment, every top performance, every result. Locked On Game to Game covers every game from across the NBA, that local analysis that only Locked On can deliver. Follow on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Nancy Lieberman, thank you so much for your insight. Thanks for all you are continuing to do for the game of basketball. Can't wait to see you again soon. Well, uh, Howard, thank you for what you do for women's sports and that you care enough to do this uh, podcast and, you know, just religiously share uh, the virtues of our game. And I do want to, again, before I uh, step off, I want to thank, uh, you know, the Dallas Wings. I want to thank them for having me, for what they're doing for, for women's basketball in this great Metroplex here in Dallas. And I, I can't wait to, to be out there and, and see them play. And I hope everybody will, will join me. Come hang out with me at a Wings game. Who did say no to that, everybody? Make sure you do. I'll be thank back you. with you tomorrow. All the best. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Ogumba Wallet for the win. You are locked on women's basketball. Your daily podcast on women's basketball.